together for Left Gallery! Left Gallery, Katie Love. Scott Power. Wait, is this like Scott Power? Our intro, I just sort of say laugh Scott gallery. Scott Power, everybody. Laugh gallery. Sourdough. <laughs> if Sourdough. you've been listening to our podcast, you know that Scott. Of course they've been listening to our podcast. What do you mean if a, they've been listening to well, our this podcast? This might be the only they, one they've ever listened you know to. What? We no, have to bring them up. Loyal, to speak. Our listeners are faithful, loyal. They've heard every episode. There's only like five or six. I mean, it's like. If they can't listen to five or six episodes, I don't want them. I don't even know what episode we're on right now. I'm one of the producers. I have no idea. That's why we pay you the big bucks. (laughs) I have no idea what episode we're on. I don't do math. We're here to bring up an amazing comedian. (laughs) And this is just like, I just went like total brain dead because I was looking at doodles in my own. See, this is why I'm not an artist. I was looking at my own notebook thinking about how this book is actually too small for me to write jokes in. It's also too small for me to prepare actual credits from the comics. Now he's taking pictures of me, and this is so You're so, so photogenic right now. So Katie wrong, Love. so wrong. Let me hold this up, and then you're going to know <laughs> who's coming up next. I love the freewheeling nature of our show. Yes, I mean, why prepare? Should you we tell him it's rainy right now? You know who prepares? Amateurs. Amateurs, yep. yep. Pros, we just bring it. That's right. We should have our own newscast. And then we could just like talk about the news as it's happening and have our own reactions to the news. Real time reactionary news. That's right. <laughs> anyway, Laugh Gallery Comedy 420 was our first. Well, it wasn't our Katie, first idea. Comedy 420. Comedy, what is 420? comedy 420. It's four this comics doing 20 minutes. And we've already Shut talked up. about this, Scott. Where were you? I, but we take joy. I? Oh, I was there. Yeah. In giving pros. Like our next comic, 20 minutes to work their craft on stage. And this next comic also did a video for us back in the day. And her her video still makes me laugh where she has some Van Gogh art. And she talks about how much she loves Van Gogh and how all along she thought this one painting meant one thing. And it meant something entirely different because the other part of the painting was in the another part of the book. Christine Blackburn is hilarious. She's very funny. She's the host of Smart Us. Oh, geez. Oh, Where's my wine? Chris, well, Smart it's right Smart. there. Story Smash. And there's another one. She's going to get mad at me we now. We love you, Christine. Story Smash. I apologize and- <laughs> for my colleague, Katie Love. <laughs> no, he said, don't worry, don't prepare. So I didn't. Well, apparently she needs to. No, but she has Chris- one of the funniest game shows in this town, perhaps in the country. And you spin the wheel, it lands on a subject, and you have one to three minutes. In the first round, you only have one minute Mm -hmm. to tell your story on whatever subject it lands on. So if it lands on mom, you've got a minute to tell a mom story. It has to be a true story because, you know, we vet it later. No, it's not vetted. So I guess you could make it up. But And then she picks someone from the audience. So Mm -hmm. somebody picks her, you know, puts her name in a hat. So she does that. She has another podcast based on three songs that'll change your life. 
But you know what? Google her, and we'll have all of that stuff in the intro. Christine You know, you'll see all that. She's a wonderful host. She's done over like two or 300 commercials. Christine She did a show on her 50th birthday where she's riding naked on a a motorcycle. And so- Wasn't there a famous song called Blackburn? There might be, and she would be the one to let you know about this. Well, she was riding naked on a on a wait. She was on naked? a she was She's naked on a motorcycle, yeah. and it was so classy. Mm. And it was of course posed mm. very well, mm. and I took that as permission for me to pose in my bra for my birthday. Mm. Oh, and I was yeah. older than fifty. Mm. I did use some filters, but I just thought if Christine could use sit, implants, no, I don't need implants, <laughs> but I do need a lot of filters. So I went around and fixed, you know flaws on my face and and fat pockets. Mm. Anyway, and that's, you know, it's cheaper than plastic surgery and we are in Los Angeles. I've gone way off subject. And where, what are we? Well, what yeah. my point what is, podcast is, is this, that Katie? she is just a powerful woman, Christine an amazing Butler. comic. She also is a great uh, interviewer. She interviewed me for my book and that I'm telling you. That was a great interview. Yes. Yeah, and by the way, job. you have a book? Oh yeah, I do have a book. Two Tickets to Paradise from Cult to Comedy. A memoir by Katie Love. Books by katielove.com. Wow. What? You know what? Wow, that went really well. It sort of feels like one of those books that's like 80% funny. And 20% not so funny. Oh, okay. But that part went a lot better than Christine's intro. <laughs> she's so professional that when she hears this, she's probably going to fire us. She might cancel us. She'll never us. talk to us again, actually. She might cancel us. And I think she's we were really- sue us to have this We were really down. lucky to have her because she's brilliant. And she's, she's so, so supportive good, of other good, comics. Good people. And she came to our holiday bash. That's right. The crew was her, her, her bash came yep. through. She came through. I was on. We had I was tacos. surprised. I was shocked. I was Tom happy. Tom came. Yeah. She's so funny. Yeah. So catch her shows. Christine You'll see where Blackburn. she's at. We'll have everything up on the, on the site. Blackburn. He's pouring more wine. Thank you, Christine. We love you. Thank you for doing the show. That's the screw top and, of the wine. I know it's so tacky. <laughs> and thank you for doing the video because that was very funny. You can Laugh find Gallery that. people. You can find that on Laugh Gallery, can't you? Art of comedy and the comedy of art. That's right. By the way, that's what we should be saying at the beginning. I'll be like, Laugh see how Gallery, we're figuring this out when we're introducing you, Christine. We're because figuring we out our because own. Because we show. don't prepare. Because we're not amateurs. amateurs. We're not amateurs. That's right. Okay. This is the aesthetic. This is what you get. This is, see, only <laughs> the doing pros worry about us. aesthetics. That's right. Okay. Yeah. It's like you're just sitting around and then like you're sitting at home right now and going, I cannot believe I'm part of the show and you're <laughs> correcting us, but we can't hear you because we're in our own world. We love you, Christine. We Blackburn. love you, Christine Blackburn. So for the listeners, if they haven't already figured it out, they're going to hear in like moments, like in seconds, they're going to hear Christine Blackburn do her stuff, bring the funny. As she did. For 20 minutes. For 20 minutes. She was one of four comics doing 20 minutes. That's right. Have we hammered on that theme enough? Sponsored by Sugar Press Art. That's right. SugarPressArt.com. Everybody can afford art from Sugar Press because it's quality. Get some culture, you Philistines. Stop trying to match your stupid couch. Don't be an idiot. You're not in college anymore. Or maybe you are. Art is for everybody. Art is for the people. Fucking get some. God damn it. Fucking savages. (laughs) I... (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, let's get into this. Okay. And hear from the one and only Christine Blackburn. Thank you, Christine. Who was so generous to come and class up the joint for us. Because she really, yeah, she's one of those classy people. She is. 
Well, I don't you know. She's high end. She's after this, she's never going to talk to us I know again. It. But, you know. But what do you care? You, You're not on the front line like me. They're not going to let me in clubs now. <laughs> well, you know. You better figure that shit out. All right. I don't know what you're going to do. I'll blame it on you. That's <laughs> Everyone do. else does. Blame it on you. All right, people. Christine Blackburn coming at you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put it together for Christine Blackburn. Hey, Katie Love. There she goes. Katie Love. It's true, it's true. I've been podcasting for 12 years and I have made hundreds of dollars. <laughs> now, first off, we need to switch this art around because you guys don't get to see the vagina painting over here. So we need to move this one. We, could we do that? And then you guys should see the, the sandy desert on this side. All right, it was just a recommendation. I know this is part art show. I'm, I'm a giver. <laughs> a lot of people do think that I'm younger than I am. I'm 84. <laughs> I'm not quite that old, but I did recently turn 50. Yeah. And then I turned 51. And this is how it goes, man. And I gotta say, you know, people say to me, they say, you oh, know, boy, Christine, you do look good for your 50s. I really, I can't believe you're in your 50s. And I say, uh, you know, listen, it's nothing. You know, I am very casual. I don't wear a lot of makeup, you know. I had my eyes done, a nose job, and my teeth are capped, but I'm very natural. I just roll out of bed in the morning, straight into a Botox needle right in my head, and uh, it's nothing. It's not any big deal at all. I will say at my age that uh, you can't be using the OkCupid or the Match.com. They don't even let you on there anymore. You have to use this other site. It's called Our Time. Have you heard of that? That's what it's called. I'm not kidding. It should be called Out of Time. You know, there's. Where do you go from here? Plus, you're in your 50s. Now you're getting the colonoscopies. Have you guys done that? Have some of you had to do that? Oh, I am not the oldest fucking one in here. Okay, maybe I am. That's not the point. No, but the good news is you can now do it at home. And there's like a commercial that shows you that little colorectal box. You know, they say, you just get it, do it, and send it back. You just get it, shit in a box, and then send it back. It's the shitting in the boxes that isn't as fun. You would think, well, maybe it is fun. No, maybe it's not. Especially if it comes with like one of those little spatulas. I don't even, I don't even want to know what that's about. I, uh, by the way, you guys, the congressional hearings went on today, and I watched a little bit of it, and I'm beginning to think this Donald Trump is not a good person. That's what I'm thinking. There's one of his former staff aides named Kaylee McEnany or something. And boy, she's just such a goofball. The big, long, crazy blonde hair. And it's the kind of person my, my dad, Jack Blackburn, would have called a ninny. You ninny. There's no real joke there. I just thought that was funny. 
Hey, have you seen now on Netflix? Okay, usually you go on Netflix, you either know what you want to watch or you look for the category, but now they have a button that says, surprise me. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You think I'm gonna let you choose what I'm watching for two to four hours? Surprise me? Fucking blow me, Netflix. You blow me and that's a surprise. I'll love you forever. I did meet a guy on our time. <laughs> and uh, no, it's good. It's good. We've been dating and um, now it's getting, you know, it's... <sighs> no, he wants to get married and I just, you know, I don't, I've done, I've done that twice. I did that twice, yeah. And I'm thinking, I don't know why I would do that again, you know? Like right now, I already get his SiriusXM password. I get his HBO Max password. I get his, you know, I, I, get, I get all these. If I marry him, that's a wash. That's nothing. That takes it down. Uh, anyway, he is Jewish, though. I am not Jewish. Yeah, that makes me a, a oh wait, a sh sh shithead. Yeah, shithead. That's right. That's that's what his mom said. But I don't, I don't think that's true. I really don't. And uh, why get married though? When like now we still go on dates. You know, like he'll call me up. What are you doing this weekend? Would you like to come with me to somewhere? If you get married, that becomes date night. There's no more just regular dating. And it's the same with sex. You have to start scheduling it. Is that what you want? <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, but th that's okay. That's not the biggest uh, issue. It's not an issue. It's just that like I live, okay, I'm a single mom. I know. It's getting more and more attractive. I know. <laughs> and I live over here in Los Feliz. And they live over in Westchester. Do you know what is in Westchester? Nothing except LAX. And then that one in-out burger. Yeah, so if you do want a double-double on the way out of town, you could, that would work out. But uh, it doesn't matter, because he will come to me because he knows I'm a MILF. I'm a mom in Los Feliz. Stay with me. Thank you very much. And, uh... In a previous life, I was a flight attendant. Now, this was a long time ago, you guys. I'm talking back in the Bush administration, the first Bush administration. And it was very different back there. I worked for an airline called US Air. Some people called it US Scare. I don't know why. I was only in two accidents in a week. And, uh, but it was just very different back then. Uh, people thought it was glamorous, you know, to be a flight attendant. Yeah, if you want to go to Tampa 14 times a month, sure. <laughs> but we served so much food, it was so ridiculous. Like, we'd be going from here to San Francisco, a 40-minute flight, 215 passengers, and three flight attendants. You know, we make the announcements. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now beginning the meal service. We are serving chicken and beef tonight. If we don't have your first choice, then we apologize this time. So we go through the aisles. Chicken and beef, chicken and beef, chicken and beef, chicken and beef. What do you have? I have a corkscrew from first class and I'm gonna ram in your head. Chicken or beef, chicken or beef, chicken or beef, chicken or beef. What do you have? 
We're landing in four minutes. There's no time. And now people are fighting on airplanes. I have no concept of this. If I saw people fighting on the airplanes, I think I would just get in the back, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, sit the fuck down. What are you doing? You, you can't, you can't do that. Besides, if you want to hit somebody, why don't you punch the gate agent? They gave you the shitty seat. Maybe punch the caterer. They're the ones not bringing food. <laughs> One of the differences is when I was a flight attendant, we didn't have any uh, credit cards on the plane. There were no debit cards, there were no credit cards, and so we just had cash. That's it. And if you flew for two, three, four days, you'd have hundreds of dollars, if not even thousands of dollars in your uniform and in your in the luggage. And anyway, now they've gotten rid of all the cash, right? It's just credit cards and debit cards. I'm not saying the flight attendants stole money. That's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but I do have a small boat in the marina that I named Headsets. like a red eye, you guys. During a red eye, when we would say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we apologize in advance, but the movie being shown tonight is not working. The video machine is not working. We apologize in advance. It wasn't broken. The video machine wasn't broken. We just didn't want to watch Daddy Daycare again. So we just turned it off. And you're, in the, you're out in the cabin, you know, oh, can I get some coffee? We're not giving you coffee in the middle of the night. We're giving you decaf. And go to sleep. <laughs> Everybody hated going through the cabin because it was like, ugh. Everybody's like, <laughs> they're all like all laying all over you like, ooh, gross, ooh, gross. <sighs> good times. Good times, good times. Uh, the Hollywood Bowl season is now upon us, you guys. The Hollywood Bowl season, which is a lot of fun, but man, oh, man, don't worry about who you're going with. Worry about, not, no, don't worry about who you're going to see, worry about who you're going with. Because there's no easy way into the Hollywood Bowl, and there ain't no easy way out of the Hollywood Bowl, and you're gonna be with that person for six hours. Oh yeah, you are. And unless you throw a bottle of Cabernet at the drummer, you can't get out of the bowl easily. It can take days. I went to the Hollywood Bowl recently with that said boyfriend, and uh, we saw Rod Stewart, a tiny man, a big voice. And our seats, oh, I'll, sh I'll tell you about the seats. You're in my heart, you're in my soul, you're at the top of the Hollywood Bowl. They weren't great seats, folks. They weren't great seats, no problem. I'm all over the board, man. I am all over the board. I don't care, you guys can handle it. Hey, look, I don't mean to brag, but I did pay my entire rent this month. Yeah, yeah, it was three installments, but still. Now, how about this? Last week, I have two cats, okay? And last week, one of the cats has something called an anal abscess. Oh, yeah, it's as, it's as lovely as you can imagine. And I have to take the cat to the vet. Now my kid is with me, they are 15. And now they take the cat into examine it and they come out with the paperwork and this is what they wanna do, okay? And at the bottom line, my, line, my, num my eyes go 
$1,800. Right. And if my kid hadn't been standing there, let me tell you something. That wouldn't be an $1,800 cat. That would be something that we just could do nothing about it. There was, there was nothing they could do. And guess what? We'll get a new kitty. <laughs> but my kid is standing there, God damn it. And now I have an $1,800 cat and I walk out to my $1,500 Subaru. <laughs> Fuck, I cannot ride a 14-year-old cat. <laughs> Subaru, backwards, by the way, you are a bus. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I do have a daughter. Her name is Alabama. And a lot of people wonder, am I from Alabama? No. Then she would be called Pittsburgh. <laughs> not as catchy was she conceived in Alabama no then she'd be called Vegas <laughs> actually the Luxor <laughs> uh, I do regret though naming her Alabama sometimes just because that state is so backwards and well the whole, the whole fucking country's backwards now but you know what I'm saying and I think I should have named her something more progressive you know like, I could have just named her Alyssa Milano. <laughs> or Bernie Sanders. Oh, hi, little Bernie Sanders. Uh, no, I actually named her after that movie, True Romance. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, right? Because Patricia, Patricia Arquette played Alabama Worley. That's it. Now, in that movie, she was a prostitute. So then when my kid asked me, you know, what's a prostitute? I just told her, you know, you do have to be very honest with kids. I don't, you guys don't have kids yet, but when you do, to be very straightforward, very honest, you know? I told her, I said, look, honey, a prostitute is a, well, it's a girl who always helps her mother. Uh, it's a girl who does all their homework and uh, they usually lose their virginity about the age 38. I just threw that in there, you know, just to boost them along. By the way, my daughter now, she's uh, much taller, my child, because they are now non-binary. They have come out as non-binary. So at first, I thought she was a lesbian, and I was like, yes! Finally! I saw my future daughter-in-law. I heard a lot of indigo girls. We're not wearing bras. We're in my Subaru. Woo! But uh, no, in fact, that's not what it means, unfortunately. It, it means you don't want to be a girl. You don't want to be a boy. You don't know what you want. You're not sure. And that's fine. That's, I have no problem with that. But, uh, you know, they bring their friends over after school. And, you know, everybody's non-binary. And she'll say, you know, they're coming over after school. And I'm like, how many people are coming? Like... How much food do I need? <laughs> and then they're, they come back and then they're in the, in the bedroom and it's my kid and then the, another kid who is non-binary but is a boy, it's a boy, you know, and I say, hey, bam, man, you gotta keep the door open back there. And they're like, ah, you just don't get it, mom. Ian is, Ian is ace. <laughs> what the fuck is ace? 
A, ace, ace, that means asexual. Later on, I looked it up. It's like a point oh 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 four percent of ever happening to anybody in the world, but that's okay. I say, listen, it's all good, Bam. Just make sure they keep their penis in their pants. That's it. Lock it down. By the way, they're 15 years old, have no interest in smoking marijuana. Where did I go wrong? We're just so different. It's hard to believe they're my child, honestly. I mean, I was smoking pot at 13, and I still smoke pot. I mean, it just never stopped, never stopped. And uh, my kid, you know what? You know what they collect? They collect Funko Pops. Are you familiar with the Funko Pop? It's a little statue with a big head. They make them for all the famous stars and even the comedians. And uh, the other day, I'm in my kid's room and I'm cleaning up and I look under the bed and there's like a whole stash of Funko Pops. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Bama, get in here! And they're at their dad's so they don't come. But when, <laughs> when they got home, I'm like, Bama, what the hell is this? A Crystalia Funko Pop? He was canceled! What the hell is this? Louis C.K. canceled! Bill Cosby canceled! Bobby Lee canceled! What the hell is going on here? Okay, now, this fall, we have a big fucking decision to make because Rick Caruso is running for mayor of Los Angeles. Rick Caruso, yeah, yeah, the evil Republican guy who designed the Americana and the Grove. That's right. I mean, I don't know. In a way, I'm like... I don't think I want to hear Frank Sinatra music playing after every, on every corner, do you? I mean, do you want dancing fountains on fountain? Is that what you want? I kind of wouldn't mind that, actually. <laughs> Listen, you guys, if Rick Caruso becomes the mayor, it's gonna become a one factory town. The Cheesecake Factory. His idea of solving the homeless problem is to move them all into a crate and barrel. And guess what? I'm not paying rent anymore. Woo! All right. I get out my list. Rick Caruso. <laughs> the Hollywood Bowl. Stacked parking. Blow me! So I grew up the youngest of six kids in rural Pennsylvania. Uh, my mom and my dad had six kids. By the time my mom was 30 years old, she had six children. Can you imagine? 30 years old, six kids. I'm the youngest of six. I have four older sisters and one brother. So you know that by the time that, you know, my parents saw me, you know they wanted another boy. Of course, we know that. Of course, they wanted another boy. In fact, my father, he called me Christopher his entire life. Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. And my mother had me circumcised. So, all right, thanks very much, you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Laugh Gallery Podcast. Please remember to like and share this episode with your friends on social media. Laugh Gallery is brought to you by Crew S Studio in Los Angeles, California. And our theme music was created by Dan Ubik, and that's me, at Dan U Productions. Special thanks to our partners at We Edit Podcasts, Polymash, Riverside, Captivate, and Burbank Podcast Recording Studio. Thanks again for listening to Laugh Gallery!